Are you a virtual assistant juggling all the things? You know, inquiries, contracts, payments. It can feel a little overwhelming at times trying to keep up with everything, right? Well, meet your new business BFF, insert HoneyBook. Think of HoneyBook as the upgrade your VA business didn't even know that it needed, taking you from beginner to polished and professional in no time. I've been using HoneyBook since day one of my business, and let me tell you, it's been a lifesaver for this busy mom. It's user-friendly, lets you automate workflows, and my favorite part is that it's completely customizable, so it'll look like it's native to your brand. I know what you're thinking. Do I really need a customer management platform? Well, spoiler alert, yes, you do. It's the secret ingredient that's given my VA business a 98% success rate of turning curious inquiries into solid bookings. Now, here's the deal. You can score an amazing 50% off right now if you use the link in the show notes. That's right. You heard that correctly. 50% off your entire subscription for any plan. And trust me when I say your business deserves the HoneyBook Upgrade. When we as women strike the balance and have something that not only serves us and lights us up, that can only overflow into the people that are most important to us and the people that surround us on the daily. Have you ever felt like society isn't built for moms? Maybe you're a mama with a tiny voice in your head telling you there must be another way to balance it all. You know, working, momming, all the things. Yep, I had it too. And it likely means you're in the right place. Hey, I'm Amanda Rush, a Southern mama with big city sensibilities. I'm the girl that took a daydream and built a profitable virtual assistant business all in the middle of a global pandemic. Now, I work from home alongside some of the biggest bloggers and influencers while running a six-figure agency. Come along as we dive into business, marketing, strategy, and real life as a female entrepreneur. I'm all about simple, easy, actionable steps that get real results. This podcast is for the millennial mom that is ready to kick imposter syndrome and start making money on her own terms. Get ready as we dig in, do the work, and redefine what it means to be a working mom. This is the Millennial Mom Movement. In last week's episode of the Millennial Mom Movement, I spoke a little bit about how we're going to redefine what it looks like to be a working mom in 2023 and beyond. And today I want to dive into exactly what is the Millennial Mom Movement and how my story led me to where I am today. But before we take a trip down memory lane and how I got here, and more importantly, how you can too, I want to chat about the stigma that moms only have two options. One, work on a career and leave your family behind in the dust, or two, be a stay-at-home mom and ditch any idea of a successful career. And if we're being honest, I don't really think society's set up or built, more importantly, for moms. 
I mean, let's think about it, right? Like we carry a baby inside of us for a very long nine months plus, if you're like any of us, and then bam, we give birth and suddenly our whole lives and who we knew as ourselves to completely shifts. And then just as you're starting to get the hang of things, bam, you're back at work a few weeks later, not even fully healed from having a baby in the first place. And then bam, you find yourself sitting at a desk from the hours of 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. all because what? Like an old white man a long time ago with no family responsibilities and a stay-at-home wife to do everything for him decided that, hmm, I think that the hours of 8 and 5 would be really great to do business. And somehow we haven't shifted from that in all of these years. Yeah. And then, bam, Five o'clock hits, you're running out the door to go pick up your kids from the daycare that takes half your paycheck week over week over week. And then you rush on home to squeeze in dinner and bath and bedtime routine all within maybe like a two-hour time frame if you're lucky. Also that what? You can do it all over again tomorrow. And then the next day, you're sitting at your computer typing away at a job that you know that you could probably do from the hours of nine to three. And then bam, you're hit with your weekly dose of viruses from that same daycare that you give half your paycheck to, only your kid's never there because they're always sick with viruses that they're getting from the daycare. And it's like you're in this really fun hamster reel or groundhog day, if you will, of motherhood. Does that sound familiar? Okay, well, I'm going to say that based on that scenario, no. Society is not built for moms. And actually, just the other day, I was watching an Instagram reel, and it was all about a mom that was struggling to leave her baby after giving birth. She was about to go back to work. I think she was maybe four weeks postpartum and would be separated from her baby girl for what would likely be the majority of the day. And she would maybe, if she was lucky, get one to two hours with her Monday through Friday, assuming that everything went perfectly and traffic was in her favor and all the things. And now I preface this by saying that there's no wrong way to be a mom. Like if you're four weeks postpartum and you're excited to go back to work, then I am freaking cheering you on. Okay. I am like behind you with some pom-poms because if that's how you want to do motherhood, then I'm here for it. But here's what really bothered me about that reel. As this mom was speaking, she was literally bawling her eyes out. She was bawling her eyes out. And you want to know why? Because she felt like she didn't have a choice. I mean, listen, I get it. I have bills just like the next girl, okay? We have to make money somehow to be able to live life, right? Like that's how society works and I'm okay with that. And I honestly, I love what I do. So working is amazing. However, what bothered me the most about that was the fact that she felt like she didn't have a choice in the matter. I mean, I think back when I had my first son and this was pre-pandemic, I felt the same way. I remember as my maternity leave was coming to an end, I started to feel extremely anxious. And I had a generous maternity leave in like America standards. I had 10 weeks paid maternity leave. And then I think I tacked on like a couple extra weeks after that that ended up being unpaid um, because I had built up some PTO or whatever. Anyways, I knew that at this day, my maternity leave was coming to an end and this sweet baby that I just spent so much time with was either going to have to go to a stranger or I was going to have to figure out how to not work. And neither one of those sounded like really great options for me. 
And so we really needed two incomes for our family and our lifestyle. And unless we were going to like sell our house and move to the middle of nowhere and live off the land, then that was basically our only option. So um, I started being that person, literally, as I would put the baby down at night, I would like crack open the laptop and go to Google and be type in how to work from home, how to make money staying at home, how to make money as a mom, how to make money and work remote, like literally any sort of phrase that you can think of about working from home. I probably typed it into Google and you want to know what popped up? A whole lot of weird, random MLM things. And like, sorry, Rodan and Fields, I don't want to work for you. There's no shame in MLMs. There's some amazing people who do some amazing things, but that just didn't feel like a reliable source of income for me. And the other type of site that was popping up were third-party vendors like Fiverr and Upwork, which also didn't seem super reliable. And now listen, there's no shame. I found some amazing people on those platforms to do some random projects, but I just didn't see myself utilizing that platform to make a full-time income. It all seemed very unstable to me. And as somebody who was practical and understood like, okay, I have a nine to five job with salary and benefits. Like this is great. I don't want to give this up. I just also want to be able to have a life and enjoy my family. And I really felt like I had to choose one or the other. And what was frustrating is it's not even like I really hated that my job. Like, did it light me up? No, it didn't. But it was a good job and I enjoyed the people that I worked with. And so that's truthfully why when I typed those things into Google and I found those results, I didn't take action because I was like, well, this isn't a viable option for me. Which kind of brings me to the bridge that ties this entire story together, which is I want to start by first saying I literally had no idea what being a virtual assistant even was. Like that phrase, virtual assistant, didn't know it existed, didn't know that was an industry, didn't even know that was a viable option. I mean, I knew people that worked from home. And this was, again, pre-pandemic. But that was honestly, it was a rarity. And I didn't even know what those people did. And if I did know what they did, it was typically something along the lines of like data entry, where that really didn't sound super exciting to me. (laughs) I mean, I can input some numbers into a spreadsheet, but for like eight hours a day, four hours a week, I don't know about that. And so I really knew that I wanted a job that flexed my creativity, that challenged me, and most importantly, one that worked for my life. And by far most important, one that allowed me to be the type of mom that I wanted to be too. So if you're new to our community, you may or may not know this, but my husband and I struggled to carry a baby to full term for the span of three years. We had five recurrent losses before we decided to do IVF. And now we have two beautiful miracle babies, but it was a very long, very painful just road of getting to where we are today. And when we finally held our baby in our arms for the first time, it like tears me up, honestly, thinking about it because he's just so sweet. And at this point, he's a toddler and he's running around like a wild person, but it was the most precious of moments. And the thought of missing any of his milestones, I just like couldn't wrap my head around because I had worked so hard 
to have this beautiful family. And yet here I was torn by this decision because society has, again, built it in a way that feels like there are only two options. Option one, have a career, don't have a family. Option two, have a family, don't really have a career. And I think what was missing was option three. And we're going to get to that in just a second. So let's fast forward this timeline a little bit to 2020. And as you know, that's when the global pandemic hit. And that for me was when I discovered the magical world that existed within our real world, which is the online business world. And when I say world, I truly mean that because the online business world is an ecosystem in itself. And it is one that is full of endless possibilities. And that is truly why I love it so much and why I get so excited to be able to share it with other people. But I was laid off from my full-time corporate job. We had our baby home with us. My husband was sick with COVID. And we were in this position where, truthfully, we really didn't have anything to lose because it was kind of like, well, these are the cards that we've been dealt. And so while my husband was laying on the couch sick and I've got this tiny baby crawling at my feet, I was like, okay, I, like so many others, happened to venture down the whole of social media on a late night session on my computer. And I happened to open up Facebook, honestly, which is a platform I don't like typically use on the regular. And I'm not really even sure why I logged into it, but I found myself inside of a Facebook group and it was full of female entrepreneurs. Again, don't even remember joining this Facebook group, but here I was. And you know what that group of female entrepreneurs was talking about? They were talking about how they needed support. They needed support with things like email marketing and social media and creating graphics and writing captions and strategy and all of these things that I already knew how to do and more importantly, that I enjoyed doing. And so you want to know what I did? I reached out to them and I boldly offered my support. And to my surprise, they said yes. And do you want to know what their first question was? It wasn't what what was my resume or my cover letter or what school I went to or how many degrees did I have as I was so used to in the business world. It was how much do you charge? And to some people, this may be intimidating, like, oh, I need to not charge a lot so that they pick me. But you know what I thought about this question? I thought, wait a second. You mean I get to choose how much money I make? Like never in my entire career making millions for the companies that I worked for, did anybody ask me how much I charge to do that? How much I charge for my expertise? How much I charge for the value I brought to their business? That was always decided for me. Like, oh, you're worth this amount of salary because of these things on your resume. And I might be lucky if I could, you know, negotiate a couple extra thousand, which if you break it down by the week, it's like literally pennies after you pay taxes. And it was such a light bulb moment for me that I was like, wait a second, I think I might be able to make this a thing. And so, you know what I did the next day? I offered my support to anyone and everyone in that group that I felt like I could serve. And to my surprise, 
They said yes. And it was like later on that I realized, oh, there's an actual name for what I'm doing. And it's called being a virtual assistant. So I quickly replaced my full-time income and I didn't go back to the corporate world. And more importantly, not only did I pick option free, option three, guys, not option one, not option two, option three, an option that was sitting in front of me the whole entire time, I just didn't even realize it. And it was that day that I vowed to share my knowledge with all my mom friends, because that is why I am here today recording this podcast in my closet. You can literally see the sweaters behind you, me if you're watching this on video while my baby is napping on a Sunday afternoon, because I truly believe with all of my heart that when we as women strike the balance and have something that not only serves us and lights us up, that can only overflow into the people that are most important to us and the people that surround us on the daily. And that right there is what the millennial mom movement is all about. And if you're like, wait a second, you're right. Like society isn't built for moms, but that doesn't mean there doesn't have to be an option three. I want option three in my life If that is you, guess what? I created an entirely free workshop where I break down exactly how you can choose option three and how you can implement that today. So I'm going to give you the URL. Head on over to thefulltimeva.com slash mom training. I'm going to say it again. It's thefulltimeva.com slash mom training. Give that workshop a watch or a listen if you're on the go and you're busy mom like me. And know that this is only the beginning. Next week, we're going to be diving into one of my most asked questions. Can you guess what it is? It always tickles me when I get this because it's so basic. Are you ready? It's a doozy, guys. I'm just kidding. It's not. It's what is a virtual assistant? Like, What do you actually do? So if you're like, hey, I want option three. I want to work from home. I want to work remote. I want work-life balance. I want to have a job that I love. I want to do something that lights me up. I want to literally fill up my cup so much that it overflows into the people around me. And I want to do this and I want to start today. One, go watch that free training. But two, tune in next week because I'm explaining exactly what is a VA. And listen, just last week, I was explaining to my grandfather. I went to go visit him and he was like, Amanda, I need to ask you something really important. (laughs) He was like leaning in like, okay, grandpa, what is it? Because he's 95. And so sometimes you never know what's going to come out of his mouth. And he's like, I was talking to my friends and I was bragging on you, except for there was just one problem. And I was like, okay, grandpa, well, we can fix that. And he's like, I don't know what you do. So I sat there for a good 30 minutes and explained what the heck even is a VA. And listen, if my 95-year-old grandfather can get it, and he was like, wait, I feel like I could do that. And I'm like, you know what, Grandpa? You probably could. Then trust me when I say you can do it too. So tune in next week. I'm so excited for you guys to listen to the episode, and I will chat with you then. Bye for now. 
You just finished another episode of the Millennial Mom Movement Podcast. And because I know you're a mover and shaker, here's your action item. Snap a screenshot of this episode, share it over on Instagram, and tag me at Amanda Rush Holmes. Each week, I'll pick one person and send you a Starbucks gift card on me as my way of saying, hey, thanks for hanging out with me on the regular and being a part of this incredible movement. See you next week.